I'm reading from Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 20. Saul's conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men travelling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was an, a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he had seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptised. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. This is the Lord. Thank you, Sarah. So it's a fairly, fairly well-known passage in the Bible, and it comes fairly soon after the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. Now, Saul was a Pharisee from Jerusalem, and he was a fairly, well, more than keen. He was quite determined, actually, to wipe out the Christian church, and he at this time referred to them as the way. You could say that Saul was trying to close the door on the Christian church, Saul had even gone as far as getting letters from the high priests, giving him authorization to arrest anyone who was a follower of Jesus. But then we have a door opening. On the road to Damascus, Saul and his traveling companions were struck down by a blinding light, and Saul heard that voice saying, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? When Saul asked, who's speaking to me? The voice replied, I'm Jesus, who you are persecuting. 
The door opens even wider as the voice instructed Saul to go into the city and to follow further instructions. But in some ways, a door had been closed because Saul had been blinded by the light. So it was Saul's travelling companions that had to open the door for him to be able to go. Saul must have felt a bit like he was in a dark, closed room. But meanwhile, while this is happening, Jesus has appeared to a man in a vision. He appeared to a man called Ananias. And Jesus told Ananias to, keep, to open the door to Saul. But Ananias was quite afraid because he knew of Saul's reputation of murdering and arresting Christians. But in the vision, Jesus explained that he was going to open the door and to use Saul to preach his gospel to the Gentiles, to their kings and to the people of Israel. Ananias was faithful. He did as Jesus asked, and he went and found Saul, and he laid his hands on Saul. And at that point, Saul, told, Saul, Saul was told that Jesus was going to restore his sight and that he was going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we hear that bit, don't we, about the scales falling from Saul's eyes. And he could see. So suddenly the doors are wide open for Saul, aren't they? The scales have been tossed away, and he's wide open to Jesus. He immediately gets baptised into the Christian faith. Suddenly he could eat and drink and see again, and he's got all of his strength back. And Saul who becomes Paul following the conversion, suddenly finds all these doors are open to him. Doors everywhere. In fact, Paul, who had been Saul, remember, found that the doors were open for him all over the place. He met many people, and he went on to have a very good apostle life. He did a good apostle career, I think. He made the most of every opportunity that was given to him. He went through every open door. So what about this on Backpack Sunday? What does that mean for us today? Well, if you're at school, whether you're a child or a member of staff at a school, you could spend the next year actually opening and closing the doors for people. That's nice, isn't it? It's nice manners. It's quite good. It's polite. But actually, there'll be lots of those virtual doors for you. Virtual doors that give us opportunities and all sorts of avenues to go down and explore in the next year. And it doesn't actually matter if you're not going back to school in the next week or two, because all of us, I'm sure, during the next year will have doors open to us. Some of us will need to nudge at the doors. Some of us will find the doors are closed. But that's merely God saying, try a different door. So look for those open doors. So whilst I was sitting at home last night, I had a little one of my ideas, and I thought it would be good to get on this last summer special. I thought it would be really good to get the children and the adults all interacting. So even if you haven't got children, you can all join in this. So I've made a little quiz up this morning. Who likes a little quiz? Who likes a little quiz if there's a chocolate prize? Yeah, it gets better, doesn't it? Okay, so at the end of the service, you need to come and find me and collect one of these sheets. And it's a version of People Bingo. Okay, so there's lots of different things that people in this room have done. And I think there's at least one person in the room that has done each one of these. 
separate people. I don't think one per well, one person might have done all of them, I don't know. But there's at least one person that's done something on here. The rules of the game are each person, you are only allowed a person's signature once. So you can't ask Ginny to sign five boxes, okay? If you can get a different, different signature in each box, come and find Ginny or I and you'll get a chocolate or a Haribo prize. Okay, so that's just for the end, that's a bit of fun. But we never know what we do and what doors will be open to us to know where we'll end up. Certainly, I would never have thought I'd be standing here. I'm trying to think how long ago I... But certainly when I was at school, I certainly thought I'd be a nurse for life. But doors opened and I'm here. So... You just don't know. So whether you're young or whether you're old or whether you're in between, make the most and just try those doors. Amen.